0: Welcome to Teen Talk News. I'm Phil Cross, the co-director of the Epic News Network, a journalism program for the students of Epic Charter Schools. I'm joined today by Solomon, Jensen, Max, and Anya. And today we're going to be doing something a little different, but also kind of the same that we've been doing for the past year, because it's been a little over a year since COVID-19 really began to impact Oklahoma and and the country. We're going to take some time to talk about how COVID-19 has changed our lives, impacted our communities, and what the greater implications are for the pandemic.
1: Yeah, I think one thing that's uh, really important that we need to be talking about are uh, what are the socioeconomic um, implications behind COVID and how do you all think that that has impacted our economy? Like, will we be able to bounce back and recover? Because I know this virus has really been just
2: kind of like a devastating blow uh, to everyone. So Um, that is a very, very good question. But I don't actually have enough information on that subject to have a like informed um, opinion on it. So I'm just going to have to push that off to somebody else.
3: Well, I think we could maybe like recover from this, like within the next few years. I mean, obviously, I don't think we can recover just like in this year because that's going to take a while to actually get everything back that was lost and like it's gonna it's gonna take a while so i think we can get back to well not necessarily normal because things aren't ever going to be the same but i think we can get back to a point where we don't have to stay isolated and where we can rebuild our economy
1: yeah and i think we also have to ask ourselves uh, the question you know what even is normal at this point like like what is normal defined by because COVID has really created a, a new kind of normal
3: i i, I
2: don't actually know it, my, my my family has still has money so there's that
1: <laughs> that that's definitely a good thing yeah i know a lot of people Uh, Have lost their jobs and I know a lot of people personally who have lost their primary primary sources of income and are having to rely on uh, You know state provided services evt state benefits, and I know that can definitely uh, Be disheartening and and get some
2: people down. Uh, Yeah, I personally did not see that much of a change probably um, because Whenever COVID first started I wasn't really working. Um, I did like referee soccer on the weekends, so that I didn't do that. But other than that, I didn't have that much of a change in my personal life before um, COVID and then during it.
3: It hasn't really affected me because I'm usually used to staying around the house or like staying in the house, so it hasn't really affected me very much. I don't know about the rest of the about the rest of my family, but personally, it hasn't affected me.
1: Yeah, and I know our country. Um- during this time has experienced a lot of racial turmoil as well with the deaths of um, George Floyd and such like that. Do you think that the quarantine in any way, uh, like maybe fueled these protests because people are cooped up? Another good thing to uh, point out or to mention is is the impact that COVID has had on, on people, you know, with being socially isolated. And uh, I think we should also talk about how that has affected minority communities, you know, and the
2: loss of jobs and such. Um, Anya, I think you kind of really hit it right on the nail, how everyone is kind of cooped up at home and then um, they lost their job. So that's probably a lot of negative emotions surrounding that and being cooped up probably doesn't help that much. So they're um, just festering. And then I think the death and the death, the unjust death of George Floyd and um, et cetera, probably just pushed them over the edge and caused um The spark that started the riots and protests and such.
0: Well, here's a question for everybody. How did being at home and watching all of the the issues we saw over the summer with uh, police action against minority communities and then seeing these protests and knowing, you know, there's the fear of being in a crowded place uh, with this virus going around, but then there's the need and the desire to get out and, and let your voice be heard over these injustices. How did you feel watching all of this this summer, knowing that you're kind of still isolated yourself? Even if you've lived in isolation before this, how did you feel watching that and knowing the broader issues uh, surrounding the world at that time?
2: When I, um,
0: when the COVID
2: and the protests and all that started, um, I honestly did not look at the news that often, um, and I was not in ENN then, so I didn't really have a reason to. And so I did, um, I remember whenever I actually had TikTok, I remember first hearing about all of that happening through that app. And then I actually started looking into it and trying to find out information. And I remember there was just a big feeling of frustration that I couldn't actually do anything about it, that I was kind of just stuck.
1: Yeah, I think, Jensen, you really did hit the nail on the head. Um, you know, it's honestly heartbreaking knowing that there's things going on uh, that we can't control, that you just have to watch from a TV, like seeing seeing all these riots and Seeing the protests and all the like raw, visceral emotions of these people, and you know that you can't do anything about it because you're stuck at home because of COVID. So yeah, it's to sum it up in one word: definitely frustrating. You got that right,
3: Jensen. I agree. Like if you want to change, you want to make change. You want to you you want to make things different. You want to see things get better, but you can't actually do anything or at least you don't feel like you can do anything because this this whole, this, this whole other thing that's going on while there's protests going on. And like, you're, you want to go out and help, but you can't because there's obviously something else that's a little bit just almost just as dangerous out there.
1: How do you feel, Max? Um, you know, watching all these uh, racially charged protests and, and such going on, how, how, did, how did it make you feel?
2: frustrated
1: frustrated yeah i think that's the the general emotion surrounding (laughs) surrounding that is is frustration because everybody knows that there needs to be some kind of change taking place but it's difficult to make change happen in the environment that we're in right now you know with the pandemic and do you guys think that the pandemic has affected minority communities uh, more
3: or 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 less oh absolutely like there, are, there, are, there are people there in their communities. They're trying to, they're just trying to get by. They're trying to make a living and care for their family, and just live. But the pandemic comes and like they ha- they can't, they can't work. They've lost their jobs, or their job has been shut down, or something's happened, and that te- that's a big hit on them because they're always looking forward to those paychecks. And to the they're always looking forward to get payment so that they can so that they can care for them care for themselves, and care for their family so I do think that it's had a higher effect on on minority communities
1: uh, I think that a lot of ethnic and minority groups have been disproportionately affected by covid and uh that could be because of lack of health care in those socioeconomic communities who knows but um yeah, and uh Mr. Cross would like to point out that they uh, that minority communities have been impacted. Uh, you know, they suffer higher death rates than than other communities. Yeah. We also have to talk about, you know, the social impact of isolation because, you know, you can't just go out and hang out with your friends like you normally would. You can't tell them be like, hey, you all want to go to a movie because it, it requires a lot more planning now. You know, you have to like make sure people are vaccinated, they have masks and there's there's just so much more work that goes into being around other people now I I don't know if that makes sense but um yeah no movies no concerts no large gatherings so how has that uh made you feel Jensen? like have you felt the the impact personally um
2: for me kind of but again not really like for me for I played, I played sports, and so we would do train like my team mates and I would we would do training sessions over Zoom, or we would just kind of get on Zoom and hang out and talk. And then like uh, my friends and I, we would all find a streaming um site that we could use um and watch movies together and still talk. So for me, not that not really. Um, That's
1: great though that you know, people are finding ways to this social climate. Yeah, I do MMA. And a lot of our, um, a lot of the stuff that we do in MMA, you have to be very close to each other, you know, doing takedowns, sparring and stuff. And obviously, in the the health climate there, we're in right now, a lot of that just isn't realistic. Like you can't, you can't do the things that you normally would.
3: Um, Well, honestly, honestly, it hasn't even really affected me at all in any category. Like I've made friends and. haven't really I mean nothing's really changed very much for me honestly. Well
1: I'm so glad to hear that, Salman. That that really is good. That
3: I I uh,
2: I obviously miss all my friends, so I so I can't hang out with them in person. But 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 it 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 it's been said it um, um basically basically it's been said that, that, that basically if as long as you're as long as you're fully vaccinated, you can you can be in a small group without having to social distance or wear masks.
1: Yeah, that's a good point to make, Max. And um, that's you know the the
2: return to and I, I use this word cautiously, but the return to normal. <laughs> I actually have another question that kind of branches off of this one, uh, along with the social impact. What about the mental um, impact? So, like it's pro- it's kind of. Um, how has mental health been affected during the pandemic with, you know, being stuck inside and not being able to see your friends in person and all of that stuff.
1: That is an excellent question. (laughs) Um, I was, I was going to bring that up. Uh, Yeah, it's, I think it's definitely had uh, an effect on, on mental health, especially the youth of our generation, because, you know, we're growing and developing and, and we need to be around other people and we need to, um, have open lines of communication between people and it's easier to talk to somebody, you know, face to face rather than like over a computer, over a phone. Um And yeah, I think a big thing that uh, we definitely need to be addressing is the implications of COVID-19 for mental health and, and substance use. Cause I know a lot of people personally who have turned towards substance use to um, fill what they feel like they're missing in their life because of the lack of, um you know contact with other people and i think it's really sad to see i think it's definitely had a a big impact on anxiety and depression as well in the teenage community
3: well i agree like it's it's definitely sad to see because you know you you've known that person you you you've come close to them you're friends with them and then you see how they're handling this and it's really, really sad to see because you never want to see anybody have to go through that type of thing.
1: Yeah, and um, looking at statistics of uh, adults reporting symptoms of anxiety disorder and/or depressive disorder, uh, this is a statistic taken from January to June of 2019 versus January of 2021. You know, obviously, right now um, there's been an 11 uh, oh, sorry, excuse me, um, increase from. Uh, June 2019 to January 2021 in adults reporting depressive symptoms and I think that really speaks a lot to how COVID and social isolation is is affecting us.
2: For the wrap-up question um, where would we go from here like is there anything we can do um, socially or to for mental health like we said that I think we can do to help um, or you know from here what do we do?
1: I would say definitely just stay positive and, and reach out to people if you think that they may be struggling with this isolation and all this pandemic stuff. Uh so yeah, just reach out to people and stay positive. <laughs> Anything to add to that, Solomon?
3: I agree. We definitely need to keep keep our heads high and just get through this because it's I I don't believe that this will last for a whole lot a whole lot of time. I think it's going to be over within within the next few years.
0: So there is light at the end of this tunnel that was and is COVID-19. I think that's going to wrap up our time for today. For Solomon, Jensen, Max, and Anya, I'm Phil Cross with the Epic News Network, and this is Team Talk News. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.